It is indeed Metro FM, and uh, earlier on, I was just having a quick chat uh, with uh, Pearl regarding that whole big boom uh, that's been happening down near uh, Ladysmith, uh, where apparently there's been a bit of a diamond rush. To chat to us uh, more uh, about that on the line, I've got uh, geologist uh, Dr. Gideon Khoranfeldt. Uh, how are you this morning? Ooh, we've lost Dr. Gideon. Hopefully we'll... Uh, uh, get Dr. Gideon in mm. a mo. Yeah, it's a good thing to establish exactly what these stones are. Now, it's a question that I'd been asking myself over the last two-week period mm. um, because, obviously, a lot of people had assumed that it was diamonds. Um, and a lot of people were disgruntled at the fact that the KZN government had come forward to say, <laughs> you know, those precious stones need to be returned. And people were like, no, but I found them first. So I'm, I'm quite interested about this discussion to hear exactly what the guidelines are. If you happen to find a precious stone what do you do with it where do you report it um what is the protocol and how do you actually establish whether a stone is precious and actually has value or not all right dr gideon i'm sure you heard some of those questions yes i did i did yes all right Uh, go ahead let us know are those real diamonds (laughs) (laughs) okay first first of all let's just quickly explain the difference between a diamond and quartz quartz is the most common crystal on earth so uh, quartz is uh, if, if you have a volcanic melt where rocks melt from whatever kind of a rock you melt and there is silica available then what happens is there's a, there's a differentiated uh, sort of a crystallization out of this melt of rocks mm-hmm. and the last little bit that it's left over is this very pure looks like water substance that's left over which is silica oxide si uh, oh, uh, uh, molecules mm-hmm. they then uh, combine and they form this perfect perfect crystal with six sides and and they shine like diamonds and that is why people confuse the quartz with diamonds uh, the the thing is there are millions of quartz crystals on earth diamonds are extremely rare and that is where the difference in the two uh, the price tag on these comes from is diamonds formed mm. billions of years ago they sit underneath a very very deep rock Mm-hmm. And then they have to be transported to the surface in one big explosion, making them extremely rare, extremely hard, very durable. And that's mm-hmm. why there's this big difference in the price between the two. Mm. Is there any value in these quartz stones? Yeah, you know, I always say there's there's value in everything as long as somebody wants to buy it. So if you if you have one diamond and uh, and it's it's very durable, then people normally put a big price tag on that one diamond. If you have uh, seven thousand quartz crystals, then uh, people put a lower value on because there are so many of them. So that is the difference in price. But they they are, as far as I'm concerned, they very valuable because I don't find many of them. It's especially the clear, clear ones. And, and so, but the value differs between a, a quartz crystal going for anything between 50 and 100 rand for crystal, diamonds going for billions of rands. Okay, so when you discover something like this, who actually owns it? Well, in South Africa, every uh, or all your um, high-valued uh, gem-quality crystals 
are owned by the state. So it's state-owned, and you need a permit to trade with these things, to, to pick mm. them up and look for them. You need a permit. It's not illegal to own them, but you need a permit to own them. Mm. How would you go about describing, and I, I mean, I, I wish we had a visual reference, um, but how would you go about describing what a diamond actually looks like? A, a diamond a diamond is if I can put it this way if you take a, a, a matchbox and you and you would then uh, press the matchbox to look a little bit skew uh, and you and, and you can then find the matchbox and cut it so that it's got eight sides eight flat mm. sides that will be a diamond and the diamond is always extremely shiny because it's such a hard unscratchable uh, a crystal mm. where quartz has got six sides and it's normally got a long stem so it looks like a little branch uh, if you want to with six uh, sides and then the tip of the quartz crystal grows into this beautiful shiny tip but not both sides so uh, in some crystals they are but very rarely you find two sides to a quartz crystal all right nice one nice one if i want to become a geologist like yourself what do i need to study most of all, most important is your maths and your sciences, especially chemistry uh, and physics. And uh, I would say that geography is, is, a, is a definite must. And then one of the languages in which these, uh, these subjects are, 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 are lectured. So it's important to know the language that, the, that, that you speak the language in and then, and then to, to, to go for uh, chemistry, uh, physics, geography and mathematics. I think that's what I would go for.